I start to put tension on my string drawback. I was like, okay, I'm going to smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go. Just perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders and yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know there's smoke. Went about five, ten more yards. He probably went 20 yards to a little tip to over, tried getting back up. And I saw him fall over. We rough scored him here in the garage that night. We got like 156 and something like that. And then then the next day we came up to 163 even. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. Wild. Does that not that gets you freaking pumped for a podcast? Does it, it not? Yeah, I still I still can't get over it. A little chilly. Yeah, it's good stuff. Tom, you think pretty sweet, isn't it? Oh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's All good about stuff. It. Yeah, great way to bring in episode fifty five. Oh, you know absolutely. What I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, episode fifty five, we're back. We haven't been in the studio since before Christmas. We banged out a couple episodes just so we didn't have to worry about being in studio over the holidays. So we could spend this is time. The first with the- time we've ever had backup. Yeah. Wild, yeah. <laughs> One episode, <laughs> yeah. Just so we could hang out for Christmas. So, with that being said, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Merry all Thermos. you guys. We're happy to have you back here listening to us. And uh, yeah, Nick has some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we got a little housekeeping. We're gonna sweep the floors yeah. up real quick. Uh, good news. Uh, we hinted towards it, I believe, on the last episode, one year of podcasting, that we may have some uh, shirts, hoodies kind of thing flowing in through merchandise um and uh that's not long there's no longer rumor um when you're hearing this uh sunday uh that week we will be launching uh merch for order so get ready for that keep an eye on the gram yeah get your piggy bank empty it out uh we're gonna be doing shirts sweatshirts uh some three-quarter sleeve baseball tees all kinds of stuff different designs um it's gonna be fun so Help support us that way when that gets launched. So just keep on an eye on Instagram and tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Leave something in the comments, right, Tom? Yes, please. We that's so funny you said that. Yeah, somebody literally. (laughs) He someone sent us a message on Instagram the other day. He's like, I know you said to leave it in the comments, but I figured this would be easier. So he did message us and acknowledge that it it was a comment. Can can we give him a shout out? Yes, he deserves it. I just, it's uh, Jason Arquilla, I think, let me, or John Arquilla. Sorry about that, John. Um, I knew it started with a J, though. I knew it started with an S, though. Uh, John Arquilla, so. Yeah, we really uh, appreciate that. It's really cool to hear uh, from guys. Actually, we got a formal invite to have a beer with him uh, the next time we're through Ohio, so that's pretty cool. I told him we're no strangers to dive bars in Ohio, so. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, actually, funny story, we'll just, because this is the way we do it here, uh, I don't, I don't know if we... It actually, it might have got talked about, but none of you guys were probably listening back in like episode three um, <laughs> when me and Frank were in Ohio. Um, that was one of our best episodes. <laughs> yeah, sure was. <laughs> it was not. Uh, A lot of and, great reviews. <laughs> me and Frank were at this dive bar and the power went out and nothing changed at the bar. Literally, everybody just continued on like the power didn't go out. Like, <laughs> no one acknowledged that it happened. Yeah, there wasn't even like a, oh, the power's out. Like, it literally, like, bartender came back, can I get you guys any drink? Like, literally nothing changed. <laughs> Except everybody was drinking in the pitch black. Yeah. Uh, it was wild. But, yeah. yeah, so next time we're in Ohio, we got a buddy to drink with. So that's pretty cool. Um, appreciate you reaching out to us and letting us know you enjoy the podcast. Yeah, for sure. 
So, so I think I think that about wraps up all the housekeeping yep. and, and floors, the holidays, clean. and whatnot. So we're gonna get right into the meat and potatoes of this episode. And we talked about it before a couple weeks ago, back when we ended. The <laughs> they de- said it wouldn't happen. Yeah, they, we did say that when we ended the deer camp series. We said if Nick ever happens to shoot a deer, we'll do an emergency deer camp series just for Nick. They said that couldn't be done. And it, it, it got done. Someone finally got the job done with the muzzleloader. He did, big time. So that's what this is about, everybody. We couldn't be more proud. Come on, I have know. a seat. Join us, crack a beer. Even if you're at work, I won't tell anybody. Did you, was a picture of this Oh, it's been on the ground. Yeah. Problem is, um, he was pretty dominant and uh, did a lot of rubbing this year and actually rubbed off his main beams, only had brow tines. Um, Unbelievable! You look just like a spike. Yeah, it's uh, it was. Like I said it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, when it's yeah, it was a New York buck. Um, you know, sometimes that that happens with those dominant deer. Um, they just they get so aggressive, they're sharpening up their tines, and actually, a mature buck does start to realize that they're more lethal with just two stickers instead of an entire racket in their way. They can get through trees quicker. Um, well, not only that, you have the inside advantage. Yeah, yeah. you can easily get those two spikes inside yeah another deer's um, rack so i don't know if it was it, either a combination of that or um we talked about it in the past um actually this is good we bring this up because shed season is right around the corner um somebody probably picked his sheds up and kept them last year yeah so he never um, got to grow anymore yeah he didn't get to put them back on and keep them growing um he had to start fresh so that's that was unfortunate but nonetheless i got it done with the spike yeah, so why great. don't you why don't you take it off from the top <laughs> yeah. and tell a real story now? Yeah, that was, that was a tall tale. Paul Bunyan was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see here. Let's back up before Christmas. Um, we uh, our family, you know, we celebrating Christmas and everything. And my birthday's right after Christmas. Um, and well, happy t- birthday, Nick! Yeah, yeah thanks. I forgot we, we, about that in the Happy Holidays thing. I forgot yeah. to throw the Happy Birthday yep. in there. Yep, that's all right kind of just gets matched in there with jesus's birthday but yep anyways <laughs> uh so tom actually hooked me up with a muzzleloader an inline muzzleloader which is legal up in new york oh you're disgusting for uh, christmas and my birthday um he gave it to me early uh because you know we were coming up on the last weekend and Tom wanted to get me up there because I don't have an inline, obviously. And a couple of weeks before this, I texted Nick and I said, hey, you." Uh, I believe it was the 17th was the night of the hunt, right? I don't remember the date. Let's just honest. call it the 17th. And I texted Nick. This is back like December 10th. And I said, hey, you have plans December 17th. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you have plans. Don't." Pl-. He's like, you, you can't just tell me I have plans and not tell me what I have going on. I'm like, just trust me on this one, Nick. You're busy. You're going to love it. And he's like, all right, all right, whatever. So fast forward a few days. Yeah, Tom gives me, I think Monday night, um, Tom gives me the muzzleloader, said, Saturday, your plans are we're going muzzleloader hunting. And so I was like, all right, I'm down. You should have been like, oh, I made plans. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's like, deal is you got to sight this baby in. Because I've never shot an in line. This one, I put the scope on in the kitchen. Um, so I had to sight her in, um, took the target out at 50 yards, you know, got it. So I was hitting the cardboard, which only took, I hit cardboard first shot. So I was, wasn't too bad. Um, but a total of four shots and I was dead nuts at a hundred yards. 
and ready to rock. So Saturday, I think uh, did we? I don't think we hunted Saturday morning, did we? No. No, we didn't hunt Saturday morning. I don't know why, honestly. Um, I tell you what, it was the 18th because we had Carly's birthday. Oh, you're Friday, right. No, Thursday night. Carly's birthday was a Thursday, which was the 17th. Yeah, Friday we were. 18, 18th we were there. So 19th was the actual date of the yep. hunt. Tom's back Got on math. You figure it out. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Saturday morning we didn't hunt. Um, a little slow to getting up. But anyways, we made it up to the farm about noon. Um, had some delicious calzone and uh, headed out to the woods. And me and Tom were sitting at the table, you know, we're trying to figure out where we want to hunt, you know, what our uh, expectations were. And, you know, I asked Tom because um, me and Frank did a lot of, like, the fertilizing and um, putting lime out and stuff, but Tom was the one that actually put all the seed in. And we got quite a few food plots between the farms, so I was trying to pick Tom's brain on which one had um, some turnips in it and stuff, and he had directed me towards... Uh, what we call the hidden food plot and that was the one that had turnips so I said well that's where I'm gonna end up then um, we got a stand in there earlier this year we had moved it um, out of a pine tree to the other side um, and Tom had asked me you know what are you shooting tonight and I said I feel bad for anything that comes out to that food plot because it's getting smoked and I've made that comment many times and I get back to the cabin and I saw a deer that I didn't shoot um, but this time I really meant it I said, I think I told him anything. There's a, there's a very small spike up there, button buck, but he's got like one inch, like sharp spikes. Actually, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. He kinda, is a hard horned. Yeah. Six month old. Yeah. Either that or the smallest year and a half old spike I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, so I told him besides that or like a fawn. Yeah. Um, we're we're laying one down, um, because we've had the cabin for almost three years now. I think. Yeah. And I have not put a buck down up there, and let me tell you what, it makes camp hell. Yeah, we make uh, fun of them a lot. Yeah, we uh, we we scan the room of bucks on the wall quite often, and I've got an empty plaque. Um, so I told Tom that that's no more. I know one's going to come out to this food plot. So just give the give the setup of this food plot because it's it's really a thing of beauty. So you go any way you access it, you're going to walk through a lot of mature hardwood, um, like just mature timber. Um, you know, a lot of a, old cherries. Yeah, a lot of old cherries. You're going to go through an old gas well, um, and you get back into, you, like, you follow, like, a stream back, and then just off the side of this stream, before it gets dammed up from the beavers, um, we opened up a little food plot there. Um, and it's taken a few years of a lot of lime because the ground's so acidic back there. Um, but we have now have a good food plot that actually has some good soil that we can, you know, put turnips and brassicas, chicory, and that kind of stuff through there. Um but anyway, so it's like literally like there's a stream that runs right along the one edge. Like if a heavy rain, it floods the one side of the food plot. So I mean, it's right there, um, but it's pretty secluded all the way around it. And we've mm-hmm. got a uh, stand and a poplar right off the side now. Um, really like easy access. You don't have to get into the food plot to uh, get in on, your stand. That crick Nick was talking about on the back side of that crick, right from that crick, it's a goes up a big hill and a deer solid incline right up to a big cut cornfield yeah and they love bedding on that hill and on the other side of the food plot it's the beaver swamp and there's some high golden rods and red brush and it's nasty thick so it's it's a good little spot that you're going to catch um deer moving early because it's so close to bedding um and you're i'm almost surrounded by bedding so like it's and we haven't we didn't put a little a lot of pressure in there there hasn't really been anybody hunting it much Mm -mm. um 
so I snuck in there, and I was just watching that field. I remember it was cold. It was really cold that day. Windy, um, too. Windy. I was in an open field and had nothing to block the wind. <laughs> um, but So I remember that much, and then I'm kind of sitting there, and I look up, and coming down the hill is two deer. I could tell one was a buck, and I was – I got real excited because I'm like, it's happening. It's finally, finally going to all pan out. I'm literally like, I I see this spike because I put my scope up on him and I see it's a spike. And like I said, he's had about like, to be truthful, he had about seven and a half, maybe eight inch spikes. I mean, pretty big spikes. Um, Yeah. In terms of spikes, pretty good spike. (laughs) Everything Um, you're looking for. Massive body. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, for what a spike is, a pretty good body, but I'm not going to sound like an idiot by saying it's got a big body. <laughs> um, it, massive body on this thing. You wouldn't massive. believe it. Um, but anyways, so I see this spike in this doe, and I'm already saying, "Screw Frank and Tom. They can't say shit any longer. Like it's over." And this guy gets right. He was actually underneath the pine tree that he uh, we used to have a stand in, and that's at about forty yards. And I got the muzzleloader, so I'm like, "All right, there's no sense in rushing this, you know, because it's pretty thick." along the edges of the food plot and stuff, I said, he's coming down to feed. It's obvious. Um, So we're just going to wait. I'm going to let him feed until he turns broadside and gives me a shot. Like, that's basically, I'm I'm not going to rush him at all. Yeah, there's no reason to, you know, take a marginal shot. I'm like, he's coming down here to feed. It was probably, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 4.15, somewhere So you had all the time in the world left. Yeah, it wasn't like it's last light or anything. I still had an hour of daylight, easy. Um, And it only took two, three minutes um, for him to turn broadside at about 30 yards um, and he was actually right behind a poplar tree right in front of me. And I s- said, you know, he's just was working broadside. And I said, as soon as you step past that, you're going to get it, you know? So I'm, I was, safety was off as soon as I saw him out of the pine tree, to be truthful with you. I just mm-hmm. popped it off right away. Um, and the other doe was just kind of chilling with him and they were just walking through. He crossed over that pine tree and, uh, or I mean the poplar, I mean, and put it, you know, just right on that crease of his shoulder blade mm-hmm. there. I was shooting 50 cal hollow points. Um, so I knew it was going to do some damage. Yeah. But I shot and immediately his left leg, left front leg just locked up, like up into his chest, like just locked and he took off like a rocket. But I knew, you know, I could see blood almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And that leg literally was just locked up. Like it was just like paralyzed. So I'm like, ah, oh, he's done. You know, he ran about 20 yards, tried jumping the creek that's on the edge of the food plot and didn't make it. You know, he biffed hard and didn't move after that. So I, it was over real fast. Um, Tom texted me right away, said, buck or doe? And I said, buck. And he said, I'm on my way. So Tom comes like barreling down this hill, <laughs> like <laughs> running down. And, you know, he gets, and you can still see, I mean, Tom got to the bottom of the food plot like at the hill and he could see the buck laying there I and mean, it was already yeah and actually tom said i thought you said you shot a buck um yeah he pulled one of those on me. <laughs> so we got up to it and it had actually from tripping on the creek it literally like buried its tines into the dirt like in the snow so we you couldn't see him from where we were at yeah i literally had to like pull him out of the mud um but we got them all cleaned up and that hollow point did some damage uh it literally yeah like, i would imagine I cut the diaphragm open when I was gutting it and literally just poured it out. Like it was literally just toast. Uh, it was really nice. Um, really happy with the old muzzleloader. Um, we thank Tommy for that for sure. Cause that was a really cool, 
Christmas and birthday combo. And heck yeah. And then to take it out first time hunting with it, get my first bucket climber. Um, it was pretty wild time. Yeah, definitely a really fun, solid hunt. Yeah, I was, I, I called Frank right away. Um, yeah, I, I could before, tell like immediately you called me, you called me before Tom even made it down. Yeah, to I called you. T- Tom was aware of it first, but yeah. I was waiting for Tom to come down and that's when I called you. Yeah. And I could, as soon as you, like I answered the phone, you're like, Frank, I was like, oh man, you shot one, didn't you? <laughs> like immediately, I, was, I could tell. I, by I your tell you voice. what, I've shot a lot bigger bucks than this one. I've shot quite not a. I mean, I'm not a seasoned hunter, but I've got quite a few bucks under my belt for my age, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell you what, I was just as excited with this bike as I was my big seven, mm-hmm. um, and and any of the eight points I've killed. Like I, it didn't, for whatever reason, like I was so jacked about this deer just because i mean there's like a three-year buildup of shit talking yeah there was a lot of shit talk behind that deer <laughs> um, so you know it's it was a great experience and i finally have uh something to hang on the buck wall at the yeah, cabin it's about time yeah because that's a tradition we have right now is that every single buck that has ever been killed at the headquarters is on the wall in camp um so that's pretty cool i finally get to put a buck on the wall um Got a long way to go before you catch me, but yeah, so Frank's got the record right now. Um, but and the most, I have the most. Too. And, oh yeah, you do. Yeah, what three? Three. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I got a turkey though. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> always a, the in, argument. In a doe skull, I throw I threw my doe skull on the wall. But now, yeah, they. I mean, they can say that I got the smallest one, uh, but, but I got you one. got one. I got one. So it's can only guys, go up from I'm here. going home. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was uh, it was a really cool experience. It was awesome to have Tommy there. Um, I don't know. It was this is uh, last year was the first year in a long time I ate tag soup, mm-hmm. um, and this year was a rough year for me. I, You're dangerously close to eating tag soup. Yeah, yeah, you you didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, left. and well, the thing is, like I I don't know what it was, um, but I've always I shoot what gets me excited, um, and I passed bigger bucks than this this year. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, straight up, I got video. I mean, I posted them on Instagram, a couple of the smaller bucks I passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was cool with that. Um, but this buck got me excited straight up. It just, it got me excited and I popped it. Yeah, size didn't matter at that no, point. No, like, and I've never been somebody that, you know, size mattered. You're not to a me. size queen. No, I would literally, I've always said, I'd hunt your hunt and shoot what gets you excited. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened there. I would literally, I took several videos this year of bucks in range that I, just didn't get excited about my first thought was grab my camera instead of my bow or my gun um Mm -hmm. and this one i saw and i was like grab your gun (laughs) it's about to go down (laughs) it's about to go down that's exactly it um so popped them and now we were gonna i'm gonna can most of this deer so we got plenty of food for the cabin um be nice to talk about every time we eat at the cabin now be a good conversation piece yeah <laughs> thank you you can, you know thank me every Big time buck hunter it. coming yeah. through <laughs> i did pull that card for quite a while yeah you did but yeah so it was really cool to like after a long season of not killing anything um finally you know in december got it done because i mean i i was grinding hard this year i did a lot of hunting um and to finally fill a tag i was like finally. a lot of relief yeah. and it was like i said it was really cool to have tom with me um there and he didn't want to gut it but that's all right i did a pretty he good did job. offer yeah, yeah. I, I that i just think that's kind of like a gentleman thing to do yeah you I mean, always if somebody offer... really wants to gut I, w- I wouldn't take it away from him yeah exactly um, so i made sure you know tom if you want it's there and he he said no nick 
I'll let you do it. So he actually left the tenderloins in this one, which was nice. Yeah, I did. I've gutted a deer under four wheeler headlights, and uh, <laughs> with a pocket knife, and it did not go well. Um, got the guts out and more, <laughs> and more. Uh, but uh, this one went well, though. No, this one actually went really well. Um, had tenderloins that night. Yeah, we did. Delicious tenderloins, if I might say so myself. Wanted to eat the heart, but there wasn't one. So, yeah, and that was the day I got back from North Carolina, too, because yeah. I literally, you called me like five minutes after I pulled in the driveway, and I was still unloading the truck when you called, and I was like, yeah, I'll call me when you're home. I'll yeah. be right there. Yeah, because the that headquarters. That makes sense, because I was getting ready to ask Frank, like, because Nick was saying, oh, I was real glad Tom was there. I was about to ask Frank, like, hey, well, why weren't you there? But I was doing something. I wasn't uh, just being a bum. No, okay. He was out hunting bucks. Monster bucks. Yeah. Now, I feel bad because, like, my dad, you know, he was going to come up with us, and, you know, he, he ended up having some other work to get done, and then he's, you know, he's regretting, you know, oh, I should have been there, but mm-hmm. it's all right. We all partied in the barn. Same thing happened with my archery buck up there. Yeah. You, were you, yeah, it was Frank was us there. three. And Joe. Joe. Yeah. Buddy Joe Grimaldi. He's the one we did our big hunt with up in New York this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a good time, too. For sure. But cabin, uh, it's been... It's been real. It's been a really good experience there. We got Shooter's Tavern open now, 24 hours. So if you guys if are you ever see the, the area, light on. Yeah. Swing uh, by. Yeah, we got really good pizza and wings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mixed nuts. Yeah, we, mixed nuts. Yeah, all of it. Plenty of beer. Lots of whiskey. Lots of whiskey. Yeah. Um, I made my last deer into meat sticks, so can't have a bar without meat sticks. Nope. Sure Pretzel rods and meat sticks. It's going to be a steady diet there and canned deer meat. I look forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be a good time I, in me camp. Me too. Uh, booking, booking hunts now. <laughs> uh-huh. Leave a comment for your chance yeah. to win a hunt. <laughs> I'll let you run the logistics on that. All right. We'll do a trade a hunt. See if there's anybody out in Illinois that wants to trade a hunt. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if I had an outfit in Illinois, I would trade a hunt and climb her in a heartbeat. I would too. Big bucks taken out of Chautauqua County. Had a 190 taken out of there a couple years ago. So there was a 26 point taken out of there this year. Yeah. Yeah. And that one was like pretty close. There was a 140 killed in the same block. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're they're up there. That spike isn't getting any bigger though. I'll tell you no, that right now. That was his day. Yeah. It's as big as he's gonna get. <laughs> rack said or body said three and a half rack said one and a half <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> no. you said you don't want to sound stupid by saying it was a big deer but like it I really walked, was i walked into the barn and i was in north carolina like i said and the deer obviously a lot smaller down there but i walked in and i looked at the deer and i was like am i just like seeing things because i'm so used to looking at these smaller deer or is that like a, a really big spike like that's yeah like i said i don't want to sound like an idiot by calling a spike yeah. big because we've every, processed enough deer to yeah, where we know i know but like typically you know, what anybody a spike that, looks like. somebody that's listening could easily think like these guys are idiots but well then let them think it. yeah, it's <laughs> not like we're saying it was a 200 pound deer no but no but when you think of a spike this was bigger. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's probably the best way to put it. I don't yeah. want to say it. Yeah. We're not saying this is a 200-pound deer, but when you think of a spike, it was bigger than that. Yeah. A lot bigger. It was <laughs> yeah. a big so, spike. I was surprised when I walked into yeah. the barn. As uh, was I. Yeah. It was a good time, though. Either way. Um, and we're glad we could finally have you on a deer camp series, Nick. Yeah. Like I said, they, they all said it wouldn't happen. They said it couldn't be done. You know, I got shit all year for not producing. I was very doubtful. Uh, yeah, everybody was. You know, there's a lot of doubts coming this year. You know, Sam getting us a badass intro. Nick shooting a deer. You know, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. 
we had that teaser where I shot a deer and somebody else tagged it before I got to it. Uh, <laughs> Rascals. It was a wild season for me, but it ended on a high note. And sure did. I'm ready to start scouting for next year now. Heck yeah. Um, after talking to Scott uh, two episodes ago, we get some cameras out. Um, mm-hmm. Start doing some shed hunting here yeah. in the next couple months. Um, I know I put his link um, in two episodes ago to get those wood hoods. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people that are listening in our area, I was at Dave's Archery and saw that Scott has a display there. You can get the wood hoods right there at Dave's Archery. So if you're local and you want to pick them up, um, it just at a shop, you don't want to wait for shipping or whatever. You can go right over to Dave's and he's got them. He's got the ghillie bands. Um, like the, I can't remember what the ghillie something. Sorry. The ghillie band. Yeah. yeah I think it's ghillie band. Yeah. yeah that's what he calls them. Yeah. Um, there too. So, I mean, he's got a little display on how it works and whatnot. So if you want to pick it up there or you can order it straight from Turks and Tines. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, I don't know. That's about it really. Yeah. We're... Um, just to appreciate the, uh, opportunity to finally do a deer camp series we appreciate uh, it too Nick. i'm sure people are glad it's back uh, yeah everyone was missing it yeah the deer, i think the deer camp series are pretty fun i had a good time um, just because like you know in the middle of the season is not the time to be learning your tactics i don't think mm-hmm. um it's nice uh, to just hear yeah deer camp exactly stories. you know hear some stories of bucks getting killed does getting killed um it all helps so this year we're gonna bring on some more guests and uh try and learn some new things and hopefully you guys can learn some stuff with us so any some stuff uh, that will help you uh get outside it will <laughs> yeah you heard it there folks get outside <laughs>